Hello, my name is Raina, and I am the captain of the Spice Wolf. I'm not sure why Tazi decided to record our adventures and place them on the internet, but she wishes for everyone to hear it, so she needs 5 star reviews on iTunes. Please do that. It makes Jawas very happy. Uh, without further ado, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Silhouette Zero, Episode 14, Don't Talk to the Driver. Astromech droid Kobe and Toydarian thief Jinko, sent to procure pod parts, instead reclaimed Click's old pod, the Zipping Zillow. Can Click bring it back up to speed in time for the race? And how will Captain Reyna react to the news? Welcome to Silhouette Zero, Episode 14. I'm your GM, Chris Ng, and that's my player, the brother Matt. The brother Matt. Hi. The, the one and only. Okay, in our last session, we had... Kobe steal more stuff because that's what he's good at. And it does make sense. He's got like no actual skill in this sort of stuff of like stealing or like stealth or anything. Nope, but if there's a ship unattended, he will be its owner (laughs) (laughs) at some point. I'm still impressed he did it. So, um, Click and Party brought their, brought his old pod racer to the warehouse of a Twi'lek warehouse operator named Marzell, who is uh, not particularly happy to see Tazi, but he was willing to negotiate a fee in order to keep, uh, keep the pod racer there. Did Click ever call this pod racer by a name? Uh, in story, no. Out of story, yes. Absolutely, yes. Okay, so uh, there's this pod he's decided to work on kobe went back and got his tools wonderful so the first thing that you notice and i'll go ahead and flip a dark side for this because we have five dark side five five dark side and one light so i'll flip one for this that clicks assumptions about how the pod was taken care of are absolutely correct oh it has been completely neglected for a long time Never repaired or um, maintenanced after the last race that he did. So there's, you know, residue and gunk and dust from months and months ago that never even got basically cleaned out. Oh, God. It looks like only the outside was painted and polished to look shiny, but it's a wreck and it needs a lot of work. So, building a new pod racer. (laughs) Uh, the only person there, I guess, right now is Jinko and Kobe. Yeah. What do you mean? You, you don't want to use this one? Well, here's the thing. I'm thinking a couple of things here. One, I absolutely do not want to let go of this machine because it is my baby for life. Two, I have to be a little bit logical insofar as if I let them drive this thing, I'm going to win. <laughs> ah, a sabotage. I like it. No. I don't even have to do anything. This thing is garbage. The fact that it, di- it handled as well as we did, I'm impressed. Okay. However. But the counter argument is if I get her back up to her normal specs, it doesn't matter what machine they pull out of the market. I'm going to win. But that requires a lot of work. And a new paint job. So on the one hand, you want to resurrect it from the grave on the other hand you want to give it back so they suck (laughs) right 
But I'm also a little nervous that she's such an amazing machine that even while she's sucking, she might still be pretty good. And keeping in mind that we would have to obtain, obtain quite many parts in a very short amount of time. Right. So I say we keep it. Change it up a bit. If you work on it consistently until the day of the race, can you fix it? Um, yes. Absolutely. I've got this. Well, can you do so without exhausting yourself? Uh, mostly. But I mean, it's fine. Alright. Now, what about these sponsors? What am I getting money for? No, no, you're not getting money. You're getting to give us things. I need someone. Right. I need someone to provide. You know, here I'll I'll give you a list of like various chemicals and stuff I need for the engine. People like oh, like a, a mechanic shop will be able to sponsor us for this and this. And so I'll put up one of their logos, a, a patch of their logo on my jumpsuit or my helmet or something. Very well. The most important thing is for you to find someone that can help me repaint this. That is the single most important task. <laughs> I feel like amongst all of the other components that not might be the least of your concerns. Well, let me put it this way. Of the stuff I can fake my way through and sort of hodgepodge, changing the appearance of a stolen vehicle, I can't do. Right. I'll get right on it. So he flutters away. Um, okay, so you're going to attempt to repair this pod racer. With Kobe. Yeah. Now, you guys can work on it straight through and succeed at this. That's no problem. If you want to attempt to do it faster, you need to do a roll. Um, let... If we fail the roll, can we still just continue working on it? Or is there a risk of it not being ready in time? Um, so here's... No, it will. you will always be ready in time. If you attempt to work faster, there's a possibility that you will need to roll a resilience check For in strength. order to make sure you are not fatigued. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. We'll roll. Okay, it's gonna be daunting because it's a big deal. Yep. That's four, right? Yeah. You can roll it combined if you want. Okay, I will do that. Okay, so the base is three green, one yellow because of Kobe, another yellow because of Click, and a blue because my tool set. Aha. Uh -huh. Versus four purple. Fail, but uh, six advantages. <laughs> <laughs> How do we keep getting those? Okay, so you're not able to do it any faster, but you inflict no strain. Uh, I think ever six, I deserve something more than just not no penalty. Okay, so then what else? Um, I would say that uh, that we're not really finding any problem, like any significant replacements issues. Like we need to change this out entirely. Okay. And so like it's not like we have to change out like the coupling entirely now, because like we found it beyond repair. Right. It's mostly just cleaning and maintenance. Not a lot of overhaul. Right, right, right. That, that I think, is worth the rest of the advantages. Presumably because Click dumped a lot of money into quality parts. Right, and he probably had a lot of custom parts made. Okay, so you're working on this. Um, you take a, a small break in the middle of the night to sleep for a bit while Kobe continues. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kobe's a droid. <laughs> yeah. The morning comes around. 
and one of the doors opens up into this warehouse, and it's the captain. Hey, captain. So I take it that you have dedicated yourself to this foolishness? Well, I mean, you know the plan. We're going to use the power converters. Yes, I determined that would probably be your tack. So I went out and made some business connections. If, as your your devil friend made quite a spectacle of making sure that Bakura was going to be the next great pod racing haven. So there are plenty of pod racers and up and coming pod racers that are looking for new parts. Since these power converters, if they are the same ones that win you the race, well, then I will have plenty of buyers interested in purchasing the units afterwards. Yeah. The benefit of this as well is that they are being uh, sold to several parties rather than just one, which will make it more difficult to track should the Empire ever get wind of it. Plus, we can find the ones that can't negotiate as well or have no idea what they're looking at, and we can get different prices. Which will result in considerable more work for me, less work for you, and more money for you. Uh, right. Sorry, Captain. I also point out that you're using my droid. Uh, I tried to send him back to the ship, but he wouldn't listen. Wah, wah. Wah, 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 wah. Okay, sorry. That was a terrible lie. But you knew that. I mean, I don't think I've ever managed to successfully lie to you. No, you've not. Furthermore... Has it occurred to you that bringing all this attention to yourself is going to bring an unwanted attention to Talaric? Ah, no. I'm honest, it hadn't. Of course it didn't, because you don't think about anyone but yourself, do you? Well, that's not true. I try. You try when it benefits you in at least the secondary or tertiary means. Well, I didn't have to drag Talaric out of the room full of Imperials. No, I suppose you didn't, but you do like him, do you not? He eats weird stuff. He's okay. (laughs) She shakes her head. You've put me out quite a bit on this one. Captain, I promise it will be worth it this time. Oh, I know it's going to be worth it, because this is not all I'm getting out of this. You owe me a favor. A very big one, at that. Uh, I think I owe you two, Captain. Good. Then you can do two things for me. (laughs) What's that? The other, I'll tell you later, but for now, I need some information. Sure. The Repulsolith Processing Plant, the place that creates them, they're about to engage in a very large shipment of them, and I need to know where they're going. That's all. You got it. Good. I'll send Tazi here to finish up with your pod. Yes, ma'am. Captain. And uh, take whoever you like. No, in fact, you know what? I've changed my mind. I'll be going with you. Oh, um... Are you sure? I was thinking about bringing Jinko. Oh, he'll come too. It is why I keep him around, after all. Yeah, but he told me about the deal. (laughs) A bit of advice for you. Generally speaking, Jinko doesn't know what he's talking about. I know how Talaric is, and I know that he is not quite so great at keeping secrets. Although I know that these secrets are so dire that even someone as dense as he is can figure out that they need to be kept. But I can assume by now that you know... I'm not what I seem. No, I got that. So then you should also be able to put together that I'm not uncomfortable with the idea of bending the rules now and again. So why the show? It's not a show. It's more of a goal. It's how I wish I could actually live my life. I suppose I figure that if I do it long enough, maybe it'll just happen one day. 
Well, if it makes you feel better, when you do live that way, everyone else just takes you for a mark. <laughs> uh, you know, my uncle said something rather remarkably similar. I believe he specifically told me that it was my accent. No one was going to believe that I was a galaxy-weary traveler trying to make her way through the stars if I spoke like I was from Coruscant. Really? Because Coruscant's a pretty common accent. Oh, even you know that this is an accent that denotes nobility or at least upper class in education. Well, yeah, but I mean, I've seen people. I suppose you have. In any case, we should be going. Aye, aye, Captain. Uh, he he picks up one of like a, like a towel and like wipes the grease off of his hands and off of like the spanner <laughs> and all that and lines it back up in his little case. Okay, and I assume that um, Kobe's going to stay and continue to work on the pod? Uh, yeah, I think it's more important than the shipment thing, because Click's not sure and Kobe's not sure how important the, the shipment is. So Kobe's right. probably going to stay there unless, unless uh, Reyna orders it. Right. Despite Click's best charms and Jinko's quickest fingers, Reyna and the crew are unable to find the information about the repulsors. Jinko is able to snag a data pad from a drunk shipping foreman, but the excursion is otherwise a failure. Uh, well, first you go back to the ship, right? Where all of the power converters have now been relabeled. Oh, Talaric is looking pretty worse for wear. He looks quite disheveled and is half asleep on um, sitting on one of the crates. Hey, Ricky, buddy! Didn't mean you had Ooh. to stay up all night doing it. I mean, you could have taken breaks and like slept and stuff. Hey, I appreciate well, it. Good work, though. Yes, well, once I start a job, it's hard for me to stop it. Oh, can't imagine what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's one of your positives and negatives at the same time. But wow, you did a really good job. Of course I did. I have surgeon's hands after all. Well, yeah, but just because you're good with a scalpel doesn't mean you cut down a forest. Hey... Have you thought about adding cybernetic eyes to your, into your head? Where would I put them? Well, we take out the old eyes. Whoa, whoa, of whoa, whoa, whoa! What's wrong with my eyes? Well, it would help you pilot faster. Um, there is nothing wrong with my piloting, Ricky. And just remember that there is nothing wrong with my eyes. <laughs> he just yawns and starts heading off <laughs> to the quarters. Oh, uh, okay. So then you head back to the the warehouse. Uh, what does the pod racer look like now? Um, so it is painted like a, I guess, sort of an olive green color. Um, there are, on the, the front of, like, the thruster bits, there are, like, pieces of metal that bend forward and outward, um, or inward, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of looking like hands reaching out, like fingers reaching out. Mm-hmm. And the body, like, the cockpit part is painted with... Sort of like your old bomber style, like, scary face. Right. And it's got, like, um, like dual fins on the, on the sides, of, or on the back of the uh, um, thrusters. And, yeah, it looks like a monster. <laughs> what to do? Ah, okay, I know how this, I know what to do next. Alright, so, um, Jinko, Reyna, and, uh... Jingo and Reyna, and you make a circle around this pod racer. You're all inspecting it. It looks frightening. 
It's supposed to. It's also a dig at those dugs, jerks. <laughs> well, I, I get it now. That's funny. <laughs> really? You've decided to paint it to mock an entire race? Well, no. I named it to mock an entire race. But What's it, Greville what's never actually let me paint it the way I wanted to. Because he said he didn't think it would market well. But screw you, Gravel. What is what is its name? It's the Zipping Zillow. Oh, that is horrible. That's horrible. Wait, what do you mean horrible? I knew you were specious, but good grief. It's cool. Okay, you know what? Have you been to Malastare? No. Because I have. And I've spent a lot of time there. And good credits. So which one of us is taking care of the Dugs more? You or me? Fine. Besides, have you ever met a Doug? They're usually very angry at you. That's like their default mode. Are you sure they're just not very angry at you all of the time? Huh, I never thought about that. That is <laughs> possible, I guess, if they're crazy, <laughs> which they are. <laughs> okay, uh, in the meantime, Reyna is opening up the interior structures of the the power cores and is examining the power converters on it. Well, they seem to be operational. Whoa, whoa. Kobe's like hovering, like like looking over her shoulder. Not physically hovering, but like. Right. What? What? I'm just saying they seem to be operational. Uh huh. <laughs> He's just agreeing. <laughs> of course, we could reconfigure this power output to be much more. Hmm. How should we say it? Give it a little bit more oomph. Uh huh. Kobe shrugs and moves up and starts tweaking it. No, no, no. Let, let me. Oh? She makes some adjustments, and the power level is increased by another 20%. Oh. There we are. It would be better if we could just replace the entire core, but I suppose we don't have time for that, do we? Mmm. Oh, oh, oh. No parts. <laughs> All right, of course. Well, that was fun. I'm glad I got to mess around with your pod a little bit. Uh, do be careful, though. It might have a bit of extra zip than you're used to. Uh... Captain, I mean no disrespect. Maybe a little in this one instance. Usually not. But in this time, a little of disrespect. I can handle zip. <laughs> can you increase... Can you handle 20% increase in your power output? Uh, yes. Of course I can. Um, I have a question. Yes. John and the Lavender. Um, I was looking at... Uh... The hollow projection of the racetrack today? Uh-huh. Does this thing go on water? The repulsor lifts. It hovers. Well, I, I know, but they're not very strong repulsor lifts, because typically you're over land. So, you know, generating altitude is hard on a pod racer, because it doesn't have a lot of upward natural thrust. So, in order for you to keep maintaining, like... In order for you to go across the surface of the water, you're going to have to go at a very high speed almost the entire time. So we either need stronger repulsors so we don't sink, or I just have to move really fast the whole time? Yeah. Deal. <laughs> 20% faster, you said? Uh, indeed I did. This is a race. Why would I need to go higher? Um, just out of curiosity, have you started memorizing the track yet? Wait, what do you mean? Well, they published the track earlier. Why? I don't know, it was like a special for, you know, behind the scenes. How does a pod racer deal with all the stress? No, 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 I, no, I get it. They they post the track, but why would I memorize the track? <laughs> uh, it's 
so you know when to turn? Um, hello, Tazi. You turn when there's a wall. What part of this aren't you getting? <laughs> the interview with you went a lot better than this. Uh, you know, the other you. Yeah, don't call him that. Call him the, uh, uh, uh the fake guy. <laughs> Can we call him Clock? Uh, have you been meaning to call me Clock for a while? <laughs> It has crossed my mind. Fine, we can call him Clock. As long as it means it's not me. Alright, Clock is giving interviews. Why aren't you giving interviews? Because um, I've been rebuilding my entire pod racer. They just bought one. Well, we, have a f- we have a few hours. Perhaps we should give an interview. I'm sorry, is my manager giving me an option? Right, let's go get you the interview. No, no, no. You tell me when you have everything ready to go. What are you doing? You have an interview in five minutes. And then I go, what are you talking about? And you go, I set this up. I know I told you about it, even though you never did. <laughs> ah, you've got a lot to learn, Jinko. Come on, let's go set up my own interview. Roll your streetwise, but give yourself a couple of blues because you know how to find a reporter. <laughs> Oh, this isn't going to be good. Okay, uh, what am I rolling against? Two. Oh, two success and an advantage. Okay, so what is this reporter like? Um, this reporter is very late and on their way to Clock's interview. Aha. <laughs> okay, um, preferred race slash... I have none. Gender slash... Alright, I have no choice. I must do this. There. Does that you said that's an that's a reporter? Uh yeah, obviously. Uh, I do see the camera droid following him. Should we flag him down? Uh no, you just kind of grab him and walk him over to wherever you want him to go. He's a reporter. Okay. He follows things. You, you there? Come this way. Nah, no, you have uh, to like grab him. Oh, okay. So the, he he grabs him, shoves him into the warehouse. Uh huh. Um. Okay. Give your interview, quickly. <clears throat> um, this GAND is on report <laughs> regarding the new pod racer, and this GAND is speaking to this Chadra fan named... He points the microphone at you. Uh, I'm the real, original, con-click Kachak. This Gan has many doubts. Would you enlighten this Gan as to how that could be possible? Uh, yes. Uh, the Defel Gravel, he was my former manager, but he skipped town um, rather than supporting me. And when he did that, he took my pod and my identity and is trying to reestablish himself, thinking that just any Chad will do, or that any Chadra fan will do, when he's very wrong. Uh, indeed, this Gan understands the pain and suffering that can occur when many aliens are distinguished are indistinguishable as one. I know it's terrible, right? This Gan cannot believe that humans could be so insensitive to such matters. Oh. After all, this Gan only sees pinky flesh. Well, I'm I'm kind of furry stuff. Oh, are you talking about the humans? Did you just turn racism on them? This Gan was using it as a form of descriptive irony. <laughs> Oh. Is this a fluff piece? This Gan is uncertain as to what you mean. <laughs> right. Okay. 
This scan is curious as to how you managed to create a pod in such a short amount of time. This scan was tipped off that you did not have a pod. Um, I'm Click. I can build a pod. I never had any maintenance crews in charge of my own pod racer. I had some help, but the majority of the work, all me. This Gan understands. This Gan is also curious if, if Click was aware of the Podraiser thief that was perpetrated against the other con Click They stole his pod? Yes. Did they get it back? This Gan is not certain. However, this Gan has not been told of any change in the situation. Therefore, this Gan can reasonably ascertain that the pod has not been returned. But if you haven't heard any new information and the race is still happening, then it has been returned, right? He starts checking his data pad notes. Ah, many apologies. This Gan has dishonored himself by (laughs) spreading misinformation. (laughs) This Gan has come to understand now that the pod stolen was only a a decorative piece, that the true pod that the Khan Kachak shall be operating is still safely secured. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Ahem. <laughs> He's looking at his notes. This Gan only has one remaining question imposed upon him by his employer to ask. <laughs> yeah. This Gan is curious if Khan Click Kachak has anyone special in his life. Uh, not presently. Um, I've got a lot of good friends, though. But no, 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 no one special. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Um... I look, very much look forward to seeing this interview. Like, very much look forward to it. <laughs> it's been it's been a blast. I should probably start doing my uh, my last checks. Esteemed viewers, you have seen it here first. This Gan has discovered that Khan Klikachak has not a girlfriend and has many good friends. Oh, hey, would you like a sign autograph? This Gan could not be any less interested in an autograph from a pretend conflict Kachak. Uh, I'm the real one. Has that... This Gan is still not convinced that is the case. Has that one offered you a signed autograph? No. I think that proves it right there. <laughs> <laughs> so the Gan leaves. So, wait. You are very certain that this is your pod, your old pod. Yeah, of course I am. So they were using your old pod as a decoy because it is garbage. Well, no, because they weren't keeping it up. Are you not majorly offended by this? Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to kill both of them after the I'm race. I'm a little concerned about it because that means that they were so confident in their new pod that they don't need the old pod at all. Look, this guy may have raced a pod racer a few times and maybe he's more comfortable with his own. I know for a fact Ravel does not know anything about pods. But you never found out who gave him all the money to create this in the first place. Well, how would I find out? I was too busy stealing a fake pod racer, apparently. Oh, I'm sorry. No, wait. My real one. I don't know. I just have a bad feeling about this. Look, it'll be fine. Unless they're strapping on, you know, repeater cannons. I don't think we have anything to worry about. There's only so much you can do on these things before you're literally just flying into orbit. These couplers cannot hold things together that well. He's right about that. Is there anything else we should know about any other potential racers? Uh, depends who shows up and who actually has a vehicle that's either fast enough or strong enough to deal with water flight. 
Hmm, if this whole Bakura thing is true, then most of the pod racers should be anticipating that, right? Well, I mean, why wouldn't they tell them? They would want as many racers as possible. Right. Unless this is all staged, in which case there are very few pod racers would be here, and they would be very unprepared for water. Double right. Unless they're just going to frame this exhibition match and then use it to prove why pod racing is super dangerous and why no one should use it. That's a terrible idea. That's definitely not it. (laughs) I'm leaning more towards the, he was trying to do a smoke and mirrors show, and now he has to actually do a pod race. It was very convenient for you to amp up the situation. Yeah. Maybe he was anticipating that you would not be able to find a pod racer in time, and perhaps you would just have to forfeit. That's what I think he's thinking, or he thought. That's what I think he thought, but not anymore. Now I think he thinks that he thought wrong. Hmm. You can see Jinko and Tati looking at each other. What's wrong? You say it. I know you have supreme confidence in your flying abilities. Oh, However, no, 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 no. You're not going to ask if... Mm-mm. I'm warning you. What? This is a one-time warning, okay? I'm pretty even-keeled <laughs> guy. What are you warning us about? You're not going to suggest that he's a better pilot than me, are you? Right? No, I was suggesting that perhaps we should cheat. No. Absolutely not. But we could rig a few things no. onto the... I have never cheated a single race. Not even the one where the guy died? That wasn't me. Then who was it? I don't know. He didn't check his rig. It's not my fault if he flew over highly flammable fuel on Malice there with a sparking coupler. Is that normal, a sparking coupler? Uh, not to the level that his was. Some, yes. Some, not quite as much. It, it depends. Look, there's not, like, a set... You can't go to the store and buy, like, oh, I'll have the latest pod racer. I'm just curious. Maybe someone else was trying to kill him. Who was it, anyway? Look, I don't want to get into this. If it's the same to you, I kind of need to focus on the death-defying race ahead of me. I... Oh, that's very true. Very true. <laughs> we, we shall let you... Oh, do you have a pre-race ritual? Uh, yeah, it's called Don't Talk to the Driver. I like you guys a whole lot. But this is seriously the ritual. It's don't talk to the driver. Do you have a special food? No, it's don't talk to the driver. Soothing music? I swear by the great green fish. (laughs) (laughs) It is do Do not talk to the driver. Do I have a lucky pebble? Would you like to hold it? Kobe, security, please. (laughs) Okay, okay, we're going, we're going. We'll be at the ship if we need anything. He says nothing. Okay, bye then. Goodbye. Momo! If you're pre. <laughs> okay! <laughs> Suspended in the dark reaches of space, an Interdictor class Star Destroyer lies in wait. Polished stormtroopers and crisp Imperial officers tend to their duties. While in the heart of the ship, a short figure stands in the eye of a holographic storm. Transmissions from all across the holonet appear and vanish like wandering ghosts. A door opens to the communication room, and a hulking gand strides through the projections. The detachment from Bespin has reported in. The Drawl scientist was there. And they got away? There was interference from the Cloud City administration, it seems. 
How is it you can focus on all of these projections at once? I find the sound of it maddening. Your mind isn't as quick as mine. Or maybe you've just found a use for your Chadrafan short attention span. Slimo. In any case, I don't see how this will help you. This is your last chance to retrieve them. If you fail this time, he will not be merciful again. You just worry about your mission, and I'll worry about mine. Were there any other details from Bespin? It seems the scientists found passage with some spacers, possibly smugglers. This was found. An autographed picture. Stay quick, love click. Yes, this Chadra fan is a- Pod racer. I know. Are you a fan of pod racing? This GAND is on report regarding the new pod racer. And this GAND is speaking to this Chadra fan named... Uh, I'm the real, original, con-click Kachak. If you need to be somewhere, I suggest you get off my ship now. It seems I'm heading to Bakara. Silhouette Zero is a production of the Ing Brothers. Follow us on Twitter at SilZeroChris and at SilZeroMatt. That's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. For more episodes, check us out at SilZero.wordpress.com. You can email us at SilZeroPodcast at gmail.com. The Edge of the Empire role-playing game and other related materials are copyright Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Buy your own copy so you can play with your friends. Silhouette Zero is a fan production. Star Wars is copyright Lucasfilm and Disney. Intro and outro music is produced by Tazi, and all sound effects are produced by our mouths. See our website for music credits. And until we meet again, may the Force be with you.